Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 17, chapter 204. He recalls a dying infant to life. In the same year, towards the end of October, Caterina Loti of Milan was already eight months pregnant when she fell into a severe sickness, a very acute pleurisy. The effect of the illness on the woman was to throw her into premature labor, with the result that after suffering the pains of childbirth too soon, she was delivered of a dead child. Or at least, the infant gave every indication of being dead. The midwife who was attending the patient was very experienced, for she had assisted at births for 35 years and she applied all the remedies she knew to the child, but all in vain. Nothing she could do was any good, for no medical treatment can recall the dead to life. And so the midwife realized the only hope of a cure was to abandon human aid and rely on that of God. She called on the Most Holy Mother of God and made a vow. When her prayers were not heard, the thought of Blessed Philip occurred to her. And she began at once to address him thus. O Blessed Philip, I beg you, ask the Holy Mother of God to raise this child from the dead so that he may be washed in baptism and not perish eternally. Then she applied some of the blessed man's hairs, and at once the dead child returned to life. He was baptized immediately and named Giovanni Pietro. He lived for 21 days and was then carried off by some illness, leaving this world for heaven. The mother, Caterina, had already died, five days after giving birth. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, Choices of priests, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why did the child live for 21 days? Well, if we follow someone like St. Augustine, then we would tend to think about what the number 21 is made up of. St. Augustine loved to do a kind of numerology. He loved to think about what numbers meant by thinking about how they were formed or how they were made. 
And 21 is interesting because it's three times seven. And seven is the biblical number for perfection. Seven days of creation, seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, seven main beatitudes, seven petitions in the Our Father, in which we ask for everything we could ask for in those seven petitions. What does three signify? Three, of course, reminds us of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the complete divine life. What's three times seven? Well, three times seven is symbolic of sharing completely in the life of the Trinity. And this child who died with baptism, who died without ever having committed a sin, most certainly went straight to heaven. And that's what Glonio says. He left this world for heaven. And that child of Katerina Loti, child whose name is not even given to us by Galonio, is living the fullness, the completeness of the divine life of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God pours out his mercy on little children. Through no merit of their own, they're given the saving waters of baptism. And why does baptism have such power? we have to continually think about the resurrection of Christ. Baptism has power because it unites us to the death and resurrection of Christ, the cause of our salvation. That's what St. Paul says. In baptism, we died with him. In baptism, we rose with him. We were buried with Christ in baptism, St. Paul says buried with him. Well, if you think of baptism by immersion, you're literally buried in the waters, and then you're brought out of the waters. And in full immersion baptism, you have a, a symbolism, very rich, of being united to Christ in his death, and then symbolically rising with him. And the sacraments, though, cause what they signify. They bring about what they symbolize. They affect immediately. They accomplish what they represent. So baptism is not just a symbol of the death and resurrection of Christ. Baptism actually brings about in us the death to sin and the rising to new life. And it's only through union with the passion, death, and resurrection of Christ that we can enter into the divine life. Heaven was closed to us. But the more and more we share in his death and his resurrection, the more we share in the divine life of the Blessed Trinity, even in this life, a life of love, a life of self-giving, a life of acceptance, a life of union, a life of truth. So let us never underestimate the importance of baptism. Let us never underestimate or undervalue or forget the day of our baptism. This little miracle of the raising of this child back to life so it can be baptized, so you can't baptize a dead child. The sacraments are for the living. 
and this child was raised back to life or at least brought to consciousness in some way by the hairs of St. Philip. Again, hairs, the most insignificant thing <laughs> God uses to give the greatest thing. He used the hairs of St. Philip to bring a child into the infinite, eternal life of the Trinity. If God can use insignificant thing like hair of a saint, what's St. Saint Philip telling us? That if we join ourselves to the Blessed Virgin Mary, if we turn to her, then no matter how insignificant we see, no matter how insignificant our life seems, and we, like St. Joseph, can be united to Christ, and through Christ, and with Christ, and in Christ, we too can live the life of the Holy Trinity. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.